0: Good morning and I hope it was a good weekend and welcome to the Your Harrogate podcast sponsored by Hacks. In just a second a very special guest is joining us on Zoom but actually it's a very special day. Monday the 17th of May we actually have our very own road map going on today of places that are reopening across the Harrogate district and these are all the places that we're going to. Let me see if I can do this from memory. We've got the Dean of Ripon, Ripon Cathedral, So he's on because visitors can go into Ripon Cathedral for the first time in Yonks from today. And singing is coming back soon as well at Ripon Cathedral. We've got Indulge. We've got West Park Hotel where guests can borrow bikes to cycle around Harrogate when they're here for a staycation. We'll be talking to Anthony at West Park about that. We've got Rudding Park back open. We'll be meeting Peter Banks, the managing director, who's got lots to tell us. We're also going to Mama Doreen's, opening the doors again with Jess. We're going to the Everyman Cinema. The first film is being viewed just before 11 o'clock this morning in Harrogate at the Everyman Cinema. Cinemas are back and there's Peter Rabbit and James Bond and all sorts of things to look forward to. And then also we've got Crimple Hall who have Steph Moon in doing a fab new menu and they're doing that for the first time today. That's very exciting. So hopefully some free lunch. Lucia uh they've had a big refurb during lockdown uh lucia there near the royal hall on ripon road in harrogate so we're hoping for some champagne now then it goes a bit downhill because we've been invited to go and do a, a spin class at david lloyd because the classes are back on indoors and they've had a big again a load of work done and a big exciting new stuff at david lloyd so we're there to spin this afternoon and what do you need after a spinning class Well, obviously, a pint. So then we go to the Foundry project and we're going to hear what it's like... i think quite interesting dave and the team at the foundry project they've gone back in having been shut since christmas um, and they go back in and reopen at midday today so that's all on our your harrogate tour which you can hear on the radio and see on our social media on our facebook twitter and instagram throughout the day but first somewhere else reopening today with an excellent story of a very very productive lockdown we're talking to lisa on zoom from stump cross Caverns. Good morning, Lisa. Thank you very much for joining us. And first question, how are you feeling on reopening?
1: Well, we're very excited and relieved because obviously it could have been a very different story, but we've made it and we're so glad about that. Um, It's lovely to have the team back in, you know, getting everything ready. but a little bit nervous as well because we're so isolated up here and you know we can't wait to see people but it's just that little bit of trepidation.
0: Well we've got all sorts to talk about because a lot has happened and I think it's going to be a really great summer for tourism around, around Pateley Bridge and across all of the Harrogate District so lots to talk about but first of all you have a special guest joining you don't you?
1: We do. We're very excited about it. So because of all the crowdfunding we've been doing, um, we were approached by the BBC travel show and asked if, um, if Adie could come and visit us and reopen us. So he's going to be here first thing um, tomorrow morning to reopen Stunt Cross Caverns. So we're very excited about that
0: and are they going to be be giving you a bit of coverage on the television thing because I know you've been on you've been on the television quite a bit over the past few months haven't you
1: yes yeah, so they were they were absolutely blown away with the efforts that we've put in to save the cave and you know to be here for the future generations so they want to tell our story so um so yeah it's just an absolute privilege to have them here and you know that they want to come and help us
0: and it, is, so, and it is an incredible story because I, I mean I'm guessing most people listening to this have have followed a bit of what's been happening with Save the Cave and everything. But I mean it's gone from yeah. being, it's fair to say it's gone from being a, a pretty a pretty scary situation to to an yeah. overwhelming amount of support you've had, and and it's not just yeah. locally, is it? The support sort of far and wide that you've had.
1: Oh, absolutely. We've we've had so many people, you know, supporting us on the phone, on email, just really just been there for us and giving us ideas, directions. Um, and without them, you know, we wouldn't have been here. We would the cave would have closed. So it's that serious, you know, we we wouldn't have survived the pandemic.
0: And and tell us about that that original decision to to auction off the motorhome. Did did yeah. it- was it a difficult decision? Did you have a lot? Of oh my goodness! About it? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, you know, put it this way: we are currently sharing a mini with my daughter, who is almost nineteen and doesn't share. So yes, <laughs> <No>. living here <laughs> without a vehicle is quite, you know, challenging at times. Um, when those hair it, but um, yes, it was really, really hard. But, and people have like, you know, said, how can you do that? You know, it's really hard to give them up. But I actually feel really privileged to have had them to be able to I'll put it this way. I would rather have my team in Stump cross and open the doors to the public than have a camper van. And as well, on the back of that, the camper van went to somebody so deserving that that again, you know, uplifts you. So as hard as it's been, you know, it's positive.
0: So, yeah, let, tell us a bit about that. So how many people in the end bought, bought raffle tickets? Because it was mad, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. And not only did they buy raffle tickets, but we had them at the door giving us £2,000 checks. So because they wanted us to, say, you know, to save the cave and to come back for the bacon butties. So 4,500 people actually bought tickets but there was over £20,000 in pure donations, and that was on crowdfunder. And as well, um, it's fair to say there was about 4000 at the back door.
0: won. Uh, the chap who won is it's a lovely story, isn't it? It's a lovely guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we couldn't believe it, you know, when, when we realised that Chris Riley had won it and he'd got terminal cancer, you know, 28 years old, um, you know, and, and they'd actually been saving money, he's got the life of Riley, somebody had set him a page up, and they'd all been trying to, you know, raise enough money, his um, father-in-law had been doing him a camper van up, so they, they actually won the van for £10. You know, and it and just melts you,
0: your heart, doesn't it? Did you know? Had, did you know him? Had you heard of his story before? No. got picked out. No, no, it's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, no. I, mean, I, I
1: thought somebody. Yeah, I thought somebody was joking because somebody just put "Life of Riley," and I just thought they were thinking that because he's won it for a tenor. Yeah. So I didn't realize that you know it was the life of Riley, and that this poor guy had been you know going through a heck of a lot with his treatment and. You know, and, and and being given six months to live.
0: I know it does make you think. It does make you think that all of these things happen for a reason, doesn't it? To be exactly. Honest, because there's, there's something yeah. going on. So 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 there's this overwhelming amount of support, and then all of a sudden, I remember I remember coming on the day that we did the draw um, for the mm. camper van, and we had a little chat, and 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 obviously. For you know, for the rest of us, we dip in and out of the story. You know, we sort of of catch up on what's going on. But for you and and keeping in touch when something like this blows up on social media and online, I mean, it becomes a full time job just managing your replies to people, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have I have taken, you know, because we've survived, it's enabled us to actually take more staff on. So we do have some wonderful people working behind the scenes with us now as well. Um, and we've also employed lots, you know, for the cafe and the caves. We've, we've we've got some amazing people coming to work with us. So we're quite excited about that.
0: And, and fingers crossed, it's going to be a great summer, isn't it? Because fingers crossed, we're going to have a lot more tourists. We're going to have a longer sort of tourism summer season because obviously... Yeah. The, the sort of the the, the thoughts on getting abroad—it's it, a bit sketchy at the moment, obviously. So so we're hoping that we're hoping that lots of people are going to want to come and stay in in this area this summer, and and for a place like yourselves, and also you know those of us that live here, we're going to want mm. more things to do with our with our families because we're not going anywhere this year. So it could be fingers crossed, and it looks like it's going to be a real bumper summer season, doesn't it now?
1: Yeah, I hope so. And I mean, you know, we just hope and pray because it's still precarious. So I do tread with caution, especially after what we've all been through. But you just have to have that hope and you have to be positive and just think positive and just, you know, take one day at a time. But hopefully, you know, everybody will come. And, and, and as well, because we live in the middle of nowhere, I think people, you know, like that you know it's, there's not so many people there's lots of sheep but not so many people
0: <laughs> yeah that's, that gets said a lot so so for people who <laughs> want to come and visit from from, from reopening now it's um, yeah. what what are the what are the rules and everything then lisa then it's um rule of six or two households is it
1: That's right, exactly. So we're still doing the booking system for the cave. So it's every 10 minutes, you know, 10-minute slots, up to six people, you know, the rule of two households. We follow the law, you know, we follow Boris to the letter. So, um, and, you know, that's the same with the restaurant as well. So, you know, everything's socially distanced. and, um, And also we've got the timeout pod, which is six. And in the cinema, we're still doing the small bubbles, Um, you know, so it's six or two households.
0: So you have quite a lot of stuff going on there, really. And there'll be lots of adults listening to this who've who've been to Stump Cross in their own childhoods, but maybe haven't brought their own children yet. So it's it's really great because there's there's obviously obviously the fact that you've got great cafe there and everything is great and it and it looks really nice inside, but also um It's a good it's a good indoors one, isn't it as well? You know, when when it's been chucking it down outside, it's a really good indoors one. And it's, it's not like anything else. I I can't think of anything else similar in this area. or I can't think of anything else similar I've ever been to. It's got a uniqueness about it, hasn't it?
1: definitely I mean you know all us cave owners are good friends and we meet up once a year normally and um, I mean this year it's been on zoom um but you know we've been to all the caves and they're all amazing in their own right but exactly they're just so unique you know you can't the, the, it's not the same you don't get a twin in caves <laughs>
0: yeah so for people, so, people but, listening if they want a book is it is it all best done online then what's the best thing to do what's, yeah, what's best? yeah
1: so if you book online, if you're wanting to come on the day, it's best just to ring us and just check availability because we print off all the bookings, you know, for that day. Um, and, yeah, just book online, just go to the website. And, of course, um, when we were down, we were down there with Look North the other day, they came filming, you know, the reopening. And the reason that we're doing the other crowdfunder, you know, for the flats in Pately Bridge is um, to enable us to redo the lighting. Because the cave of they've just really not liked being turned off. Mm. So when we tried to turn the lights back on, they didn't want to go back on because, of course, it's a damp environment. So um, yeah, we're sort of looking at redoing that and having that more environmentally friendly as well.
0: And how long does the how long does this latest crowdfunder go on for? If people want to have a look at that,
1: so that's on a ticket basis. So it's not going to change from twenty thousand tickets. And as soon as that is done you know, then we will do the draw. So we're sort of thinking it's going to be about July, August time.
0: Yeah, and you were telling me, I hope it's okay to say this, but obviously this crowdfunding has has been quite successful, that crowdfunder want you to go and work for them now. Yeah, they do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they said, oh, can you come? They said they've they've never met anybody quite like me with so many ideas, (laughs) but I think it's just pure determination and, you know, that survival instinct, you, you know.
0: Yeah. And, and and you know, and, and you've been you've been very innovative and, and obviously you've you've made as a family, um mm. you know, and I've, I've met you all, you've made tough decisions, haven't you, to be honest? And 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 yeah. and, and they, they appear to be um to be paying off, but it's not it's not done flippantly, is it? It's all stuff that you've you've thought no you've thought long enough I mean, about. Th-
1: yeah. I mean, these things, I mean, I must admit, I did have a a sad day when the camper van went, you know, because it, it was something that I'd always wanted and we, you know, it brought us a lot of joy and, you know, we have been locked down more on the hill without it um but I'm happy to suffer that consequence you know um to have my team back and to reopen and as well the flat in Pateley Bridge is in my pension fund you know but again um I'm looking towards the winter and thinking we're going to need to sort these lights out you know and we need to have a plan so and as well because it still is precarious um although hopeful more hopeful you still have to be careful so I just thought well You know, you just have to do these things to survive, don't you? And at least we've got them to do that with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, all all power to you because because it's been you know, I mean, everybody's you know, the word unprecedented has been has been used. Yeah. Again, but I think I think you know, there are there are certain businesses and there are certain certain areas that have been. I suppose it's just you sort of fall between the cracks when you are completely unique. Yeah. Um. And and you know what you need. Um, yeah, all power to you for, for finding a way a way around it because it's been incredibly tough. And I mean it's been incredibly tough for for big businesses with lots of support.
1: Definitely. And yeah. Absolutely. Now, the other thing that I am going to do as well, Nick, is um, over the next year, if we manage, which I'm sure we will do, um, to do to sort the flat out with crowdfunder, I'm going to give, well, I think I'm going to do this anyway. In fact, I know I am. Um, 500 disadvantaged children um, a trip around the caves. So, And that's tailored to their needs as well. So whatever their needs are. We will work with, you know, specialists in that area to make sure that we, we do that. So it's not just giving the camper van away or the flat away. You know, I can give the time and because this is all about the future generations. It's all about the children. It's all about the education. And that's where my fight came in. You know, I'm a children's nurse and I've loved that for 25 years. And I know they all joke with me when I say that, but that is one of my proudest moments. That is where my heart lies. And that's what I fought for here you know, not only for the team, but also for those kids to come and see, you know, to see the children and the families go down that cave, that gives me more pleasure than any money could in the world.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, listen, it's such a great story. I wish you very best of luck for for reopening. And, and I know you'll keep us posted with everything else going on. And look Definitely. forward to catching you later in the summer. Thank you so much for your time. You're
1: welcome. Thank you so much. Take care.
0: Big thanks to Lisa for joining us on Zoom on our pod today and you can follow all of the reopening interviews and videos that we do throughout the day on Facebook, Insta and Twitter if you follow Your Harrogate. And, of course, if you know you have a story to tell or you'd just like a shout-out, do feel free to give me a shout. Nick at yourharrogate.co.uk. That's Nick at yourharrogate.co.uk and we'll try and get you on a bit later this week on our Your Harrogate podcast sponsored by Hacks.